Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. You want it? You love it. It's the Yearly Prediction Show. What's up, everybody? I'm your co-host, Joel COVID House Cheeseman. And I'm Chad. Did I say that? So wash. And you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. And as always, please welcome Tim Sacadamus. Yes. Sackman. I was going I thought maybe you'd throw in there, Tim, how many like colonoscopies did he have in 2021, Sacadamus? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you how uh, your year went uh, since have you been basking in your right, your correct uh, predictions, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what they were. So I guess, well, yeah, we get, we get to go through those, which will be awesome. Um, but yeah, you know, like everybody else, uh, you know, it's just been a wonderful 2021. Well, you got to see us in uh, the fall. So that had <laughs> to be the highlight of your- of right your, of your year that was great that was it was one of the highlights of the year by the way so since we haven't been out like to see anybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks to symphony talent for that one right we're riding around in the big pink bus oh hell yeah wait did you say pink <laughs> oh god all right let's take a break and get to uh get to the good stuff we'll be right back Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text uh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text Kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of 
human resources. Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mm, nachos. <laughs> we got to recap all of our great predictions from last year before we get to this yeah, year. Yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> Let me get the buzzer ready. Let me get the sound bite. <laughs> okay, it's so, working. All right, it's so working. One thing, Stephen Rothberg had a prediction in that what, late 2021, the vaccine obviously was close in 2020, but Stephen didn't think that we would be back to full conferencing until you know Q4 of 2021. Well, I don't think we even did that, did we? No. Yeah. Well, we do, no, we did get what HR Tech Sherm annual went. So there's a little bit oh, of full conference. Here, oh, right? that's sound, oh, okay. Well, yeah, a little, little bit of that. A little bit of that. Rothberg's enjoying the sunshine in Phoenix right now, so I'd say we just <laughs> we just buzz his ass. Yeah. By the way, I was in Utah this year, and I ran into a guy at a restaurant standing outside, and he, and he was from California, and he, he's like, "Well, the sun kills COVID. That's why he was in Utah." I'm like, "You're from California." You fucking idiot. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's hit some of these uh, Tim's. So we're just going to rapid fire through uh, yeah. Tim's first. So Tim's first uh, was SAP acquires a core talent platform ATS like Greenhouse, Smart Recruiters, Jobvite. Yeah, that's a big no. Man. But but, they, but it's still needed. That was it's, a good it's, one. It's still needed. <laughs> you can always hope. Predictions are never wrong. They just haven't happened yet. That's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a hope and prayer. Organizations provide vaccines by performance. Yeah, oh, that, that would have been could, a great one. That would have been a great one. I, it could be happening kind of like under the radar. We just don't know about Starbucks. it. Starbucks. But, but we don't know. Starbucks. Uh, and last but not least for Tim, large enterprise company gives option of salary paid in Bitcoin. So, yes. Are we going to give him that one? If Aaron Rodgers uh, is, 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 is NFL, like the standard for this. These are billion dollar yes. businesses. It's yes, a public I, company, kind of. I mean, we, we did so bad. Let's give at least one of us one. A half. Um, get a half cheer. Yeah. 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 Then we'll go ahead and wrap it through my pieces of shit here. So, uh, first <laughs> off, uh, Glassdoor takes a dirt nap. That did not happen. Ooh. Ambitious okay. prediction. That was pretty, yeah, it was ambitious. Black box AI outlawed. No, and we actually uh, heard from Keith Sonderling, commissioned from the EEOC, mm -hmm. that uh, that won't be happening because, you know, we're looking for companies to trip over themselves. So, <laughs> and last but not least, this is one that uh, much like, you know, uh, Tim's SAP, you, you hope happens, but Microsoft acquires iSIMS. That did not happen. Very ambitious and uh, wrong at the same time. Uh, then we get into Joel's where Airbnb launches Airbnb work for corporate oh. spaces. No, no. But I was right on the counter prediction, though, that they would they would embrace remote with current inventory. So they are doing that. They're actually pitching the spaces that they had with Airbnb for mm -hmm. remote work. So that I was right on that one. Yeah. Uh, number two, Joel went, he went like 
crazy on number two. He saw acquisitions, the first acquisition, Seek, Buys, Talk, Push, and Vervo. I mean, talk about, that's a double strike right there. B, Dice Goes Private. And last but not least, in his uh, third strike, Recruit, Buys, Zip Recruiter. Finally, my IPO for Zip happened in the year that I didn't predict it. <laughs> and your last one, Salesforce rebrands as Slack and creates Ooh. a network of people to compete with LinkedIn plus teams. That did not happen. I still like that so, one. I still like that one. That was it. I have to say we were very ambitious last year. So that was uh that was by good. Way, by and the way, Dice Dice had a really good year stock wise. We that's not in my prediction, but I just want to throw yeah. it out there outperform ZipRecruiter by quite a bit. I'd like to like, we should do a, like a survey of Gen Z recruiters and, and see who, if they know who a DICE is. Doubtful. Like what percent knows what DICE is? Yeah. Well, we know the Europeans don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we actually get into predictions, predictions, and Joel, you can like scramble them up and tell us who's going to go when. I think the big story, which is, I, can, I can't wait for the, the sound effect for this, but the big story is VC funding in 2021. And per George LaRock's numbers, 2021 was $18 billion. So do we think... 2022 eclipses 2021. Big no from me. Okay. Uh, I think I think the theme is over. I think there'll be a new uh-huh. theme uh, in 2022. I think the money's not free anymore. Uh, the uh, animal spirits, I think, are going to be calming down in 22. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a 50% haircut in investment Ooh, money into our space. That's a big and, prediction. And we're not even to our predictions yet. But hey, I'll make I know. I think it's going to eclipse. I think it'll be. I think it'll really? be between eighteen and nineteen. I just think it's still, even though we're on the on the way down. I think from like you know, kind of this peak of of craziness in the industry, mm-hmm. there's still like there still is a lot of money floating around. There that is. People are trying to get rid of it, and and we see it constantly where people are getting a hundred, two fifty, five hundred million, like getting unicorn status for literally having you know next to no revenue. Do you think the theme changes? Does it move away from remote and diversity and automation to something else or does it stick with those? I still, the biggest pain people are feeling right now is, is definitely talent attraction. So I think that'll continue that, that realm and then, um, and then retention stuff, right? So what are we going to do with that kind of internal mobility, retention, engagement, you know, engagement kind of stuff. I think that gets in a whole nother, we haven't really talked about engagement, like kind of software for what, eight years, five years, some Mm -hmm. craziness. So. Yeah, I, I I think so. The previous four years didn't hit six billion, and then the next thing you know, we tripled over tripled that this year. So well, that would have helped. That would have yeah. helped me. I would have <laughs> had that. The, 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 no wonder Joel said nine. He, he didn't know either. I'm going to say eight. No. <laughs> the, Jesus. The floodgates. The floodgates were open, dude. I think I, I think we're going to see a lot of dead unicorns uh, in the next. Two years at least. Uh, you need I don't to do that. Like we need to predict what's the first unicorn in our space that dies. Well, like, the problem yeah. is they have so much money; they're going to have a, a lifespan <laughs> yeah. of at least five to ten year. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're all beyond yeah. coast. Right I don't now. know. Some of those fuckers have crazy burn rates. Yeah, <laughs> they Ooh. have crazy right. burn rates. So, Chad, you're saying less? I'm saying less. What? Yes, I'm saying less, less. money. Yes. Okay. So, should we should we each guess a unicorn that gets shot for next year? 
just for shits and giggles. Yeah, we would have to have the list though, right? Yeah, I don't even know what ones are. We can we can bring him back for another show where we talk about that. The Killing Unicorn show. The squirreliest right. one in a short period to me would be Canvas. Founders gone, new management. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of a weird squirrely situation. So if I had to yeah. if I had to pick one, I'd throw yeah. them out. Not a bad one. I'd, I'd have to analyze a little bit more. I have a few that I would like to see dead, but I don't know that. Uh... <laughs> Schadenfreude. <laughs> I have a I have a longer runway than uh, 2022. All right, love it. Let's go to round one. Round one. Let's go to our special guest, the honor yes. honorable Tim Sakadamas. Your first prediction for 2022 is? I think Paradox is going to get acquired, which again, this is one of those unicorn status kind of ones, right? That just got it, which makes it a little more difficult to be acquired. Mm -hmm. But gold standard in terms of conversational AI products, enterprise, um, customer base, um, Workday is already in love with them. Oracle and SAP would also be, I mean, it's going to have to be a big buyer. Indeed's Mm -hmm. an investor. Right. So, I mean, I, I think it's one of those... They gosh, they're 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 really good, but mm-hmm. they really need they need more around them. I think right, or I think they could I mean take advantage of, you know, somebody like a Workday Oracle, you know, kind of uh, customer base. So yeah. that would be a good marriage to happen. I just don't know um, with that last round they got if it's if it's going to be something that could happen. But I wouldn't be surprised. And you don't you don't you don't think IPOs in the future? So that'd really be the only other option. Yes. That's really the only other option. And I, I don't know. I mean, they, they move. I mean, I mean, you guys, you, we all know Paradox pretty well. Mm-hmm. They move fairly slow. I mean, I mean, they still are kind of held with a, uh, I think Aaron does a pretty good job of um, not making reactionary moves. So they, I don't think they're going that route, but well, you know, who knows? But gosh, I think they're, they're attractive to a big enterprise HCM player. Part of me knowing Aaron, as I do, thinks he would love to go public. I think he'd love to be on the yes. NASDAQ. And- yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feeds into my prediction. You want me to go ahead and go? Go ahead. Go ahead, Chad. Okay. So kind of somewhat counter to Tim's, I have two paradox predictions here. First and foremost, new cash means no surprise kids. They got acquisitions. Acquisitions. So in 2021, Paradox acquired Spets, uh, an Israeli chat bot. They for a global footprint and obviously acquisition of uh, of talent over there. Good acqua hire. And then Tradeify, a mobile screening platform. Nothing more than normal process efficiency tech that, you know, why build it yourself when it's when it's there uh, and easy for the taking. So my my acquisition prediction is I believe Paradox will acquire, they will make a European acquisition. The UK and EU are very fertile ground <laughs> in which to bolster the Paradox footprint and brand. So first and foremost, they're going to have a, a European acquisition. My second prediction is their market positioning changes completely. The new cash will drive faster movement for Paradox away from being a point solution, only conversational AI, into more of a core talent platform competing with players like iSIMS, Jobvite, Eightfold, Smart Recruiters, and Greenhouse. Much like Eightfold, when they took that money, they knew that they had to bust out of just being a matching like platform, or they knew that they wanted to go for that money. Same thing here. The, the cat is out of the bag. Paradox is going to have to acquire. Uh, I see growing footprint being global, and then obviously mm. changing that market position. Because if you think about it, if you're a point solution, you're, you're not going to be able to garner that much total addressable market, right? You you have to expand. 
So global domination is what you're predicting for Paradox. Can you can you expect anything else from Aaron Matos? Uh, I mean, that that sounds like a non-acquisition <laughs> of Paradox. That sounds yes. like world yeah. domination and public company from yes, Chad that's Sowash. What, that's why I was counter from Tim. So either Tim yeah. will be right or I'll be right. Well, that's fun. That's or fun. we'll both be wrong and they'll just do it. <laughs> you know, even before this latest round, they were already sitting on a bunch of cash. So I like that. Yeah. I like that prediction because I think they do obviously have the money to go out and do some of that. And I agree. I think if they decide to stand alone um, and they already have really big contract size, like their average contract is already kind of bigger than most mm -hmm. ATSs. So, yep. you know, it makes sense for them to kind of go full ATS or full talent kind of platform suite across enterprise wide. Um, from that standpoint. Plus, again, if you're going to sit on top of a Workday, Oracle, SAP, kind of HCM and be the talent play that, you know, they already kind of have that, you know, that background to be able to do that. So makes yep. sense. How do you, assuming iSIMS goes public, I think they've already filed the yeah. papers to do so. Tim, do you think that'll be a, a barn burner? Do you think it'll be sort of a yawn or is it going to go badly? Because I think how iSIMS goes, we'll see if what Greenhouse, Smart Recruiters, Jobbyte, like all of them, follow suit or not any predictions around yeah, I, the iSIMS IPO I don't think it'll go bad I don't I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll you know double in value though either I think it's just one of those that you know it'll whatever their their price point comes out at mm -hmm. um which usually is vetted like you know for so long that when it, by the time it hits the market it's it's pretty you know kind of locked in I don't I just think it won't have a lot of movement to it right cuz I think people don't most people don't understand that business even though you know the, the from an IPO standpoint, from the market being like everyone's crazy for talent, they'll yeah. definitely have the story to be able to spin. And so who knows? Um, but again, some of this just depends. Like, aren't we kind of waiting for the market to drop like 25%? <laughs> like it's, yeah. been, it's been like an eight year run. Like, yep. yeah. I mean, so timing wise, they could get really fucked by that. Right. Yeah. It's certainly not a sexy stock. It's not something that, uh, no the Robin Hood folks are going to get real excited about. If they didn't get excited about ZipRecruiter, they're not getting excited around no. ISIMS. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my prediction has nothing to do with Paradox. Uh, some people <laughs> will appreciate that. So my, my first prediction for the year is robots finally take over in a significant way. I predict that a restaurant by a famous brand name will launch a robot-only restaurant. Starbucks. So you order, order <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> Starbucks is kind of tough because you have some, I don't know, so many, like the human element of that is sort of special. If I if I no. were going to predict, I would say it would either be like a BW3 opening up a wing only mm. satellite restaurant mm -hmm. um, or uh, perhaps Pizza Hut and Yum Brands who owns, I think, Wings, etc. I could see them launching kind of a Wings uh, standalone robot only this thing will get a ton of PR. The Today Show, CNN, like everyone will be at this restaurant ordering food. Um, it'll get a ton of press and you'll see, I think, more and more restaurants uh, expedite their move to uh, robotics. Hey, hey, you guys, can you can we pause for a minute? I got to look up the URL, robotwings.com. Robotwings.com. .ai. And I think that's a big, a big shift. I think We've been talking about robots uh, in terms of the service industry and how hard it is to uh, employ people there and the the spike in, in salaries and hourly wages. And I think this will be a really interesting um, sort of pivot if it if it goes well. I mean, I, don't, I think it's great. I, I, tell, I say Starbucks because I think obviously with the issues of, uh, you know, that they're already having with unions or issues that, that they have with their vaccine mandates that they just brought out. Mm -hmm. And then you already see in Asian countries – 
a lot of success with kind of coffee robot driven baristas. Yeah. Like yep. it seems like that's that's gonna happen. At some point that's gonna happen already. And if you're Starbucks, you're like, I'm I'm done with people at this point. Like, how do we just turn <laughs> it back to the robots? Yeah. Well, if you go to the Austin airport for God's sakes, they have yeah. a robot coffee vendor that's right there. And it's not just your regular, you know, black coffee with sugar. So yeah, I mean, we're seeing those types of things. I would, I would say that if a, if a restaurant went full robot, right, never go full robot. If you went full robot, it would go down in flames. Um, Just from the standpoint of what we're used to as humans, there's gotta be that, 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 familiarity there right uh so yeah I, I think i think we will see more robots there's no question but if they go full robot that's a bad thing for me if the wings are tasty i don't care who makes them or what makes them. <laughs> i think joel just wants robot wings he just is like i'm ready for it <laughs> i'm so hungry at three in the morning he wants to drive down to like the vending machine and get the, wings the covid needs to be fed all right uh that, those are our first three predictions let's take a quick break and we'll get into round two of predictions for 2022. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. All right, guys. Uh, Tim got to go first round one. I know Chad is uh, itching to get his second prediction out. Chad, why don't, why don't you hit up the audience with number two? Okay, so number two, ZipRecruiter acquires Vervo. So as... I listened to Joel's 2021 prediction about <laughs> Vervo being acquired inspired. by Seek, right? I was inspired. I go. thought it was a bit premature, but to be fair, premature is what Joel is known for. Anyway, I thought that... I have three kids for a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about premature for her, not you. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, I thought about what big names should be buying, interviewing, and assessment tech like Vervo, then what company literally needs that kind of tech and to stay competitive. The best fit, I thought, was ZipRecruiter hands down. Vervo fits squarely into Zip's target audience and more than one-ups Indeed's weak-ass interviewing platform. Vervo just launched a customer service simulator for retail, tech support, and subscription services, which puts candidates into a virtual customer service environment and then tests their ability and skills and problem solving. Customer service talent is, is generally top three when we take a look at needs of the market. 
But this simulator could be adapted for much more, especially with Zip, because they've got so much fucking money. The main point here is that Zip needs to challenge Indeed and deliver better candidates faster. Vervo would supercharge those efforts and make Indeed's platform look like a set of Tinker Toys. Damn. Ooh. There you go. It's like you wrote like the marketing for them. Yeah. <laughs> big, big sweaty balls. By the way, could you like the, the amount of money that's going to be like, like just thrown at Zip and Indeed this year from yes. companies begging for talent is going to be <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Like yeah. I would love to be on the like their sales side because you know you're going to exceed every revenue goal by like 200%. <laughs> like this. Yeah, they're getting inbound calls like, I'll call them. Oh. I'll call them on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, yeah, everyone else is begging for phone calls. Well, they're and think of this. <laughs> Vervo only has 4.5 million in funding. Right. So they, yeah. I mean, they haven't taken a lot of money. Right. So, I mean, I think they're it's like perfect. A, it's like a Tradeify acquisition for 50 million. You're going to get exactly, them. Exactly. Right? right. Yeah. How global is Vervo? Do we have an idea? Because ZipRecruiter, one of their, I guess, Achilles heels is the lack of global sort of awareness and market share. Do you have any idea of what Vervo could do for them? I, I'm guessing in APAC, it could help them get a foothold yeah, there. No. Yeah. And I, I don't think they're strong. They're strong yeah, suit. the tech. Is is I don't think Vervo's strong suit is or their strong region is actually Australia. I, I think they, they're doing more in the U.S. Yep. and in the EU. So I, I think this is this is less of a footprint, more of tech that they need to actually carry on and and try not to just stagnate. Yeah, you know one of the interesting I think macro uh, evolutions. And I think movies like Parasite and Squid Game are uh, expediting this is the technology around basically translating any language on the fly. And that will have really interesting uh, features in terms of our space, because if you have an automated video interviewing tool that can speak any language on the fly, that becomes really interesting. So uh, somebody needs to develop that. If uh, if there's an API in the future, Google developers or whoever. I ran into a kid during the holidays and he was he's doing software engineering and he was like, and I'm doing a minor in German. And I'm like, that's stupid. I'm like, what? <laughs> like literally you should do a minor in electrical engineering or whatever, like a, a double major because like German, like do you have a phone? Like you're not going to have to know German. Like, come on. Yeah. And eventually, yeah, on the fly, you'll be speaking English and they'll be hearing German yes. or Danish or whatever. So, yeah, I agree. Damn. Stupid. He's, he probably did that for a chick. Unless though. he wants to live live there. Maybe yeah. he wants to live there. Or a chick. Probably. Yeah, we've all yeah. done stupid <laughs> shit for a chick. That's why he would want to live there. <laughs> I like that. Vervo off the table in 2022. Yeah. Uh, so my next one is uh, I talked a little bit about themes in the beginning of the show. And I think that uh, if there's a, a macro theme for 2022 that I think will filter down to some degree into our space, it's the metaverse. That's right. I had to say dun, it dun, at dun. least at least once. The metaverse. <laughs> so we know Facebook actually changed its name uh, in regards to this. So my my specific prediction is some company, some startup in our space uh, will have metaverse something in terms of its solution, <laughs> and it will be funded to the tune of ten plus million dollars. If I had to guess where that what they would do. Um, I'm sort of reminded back uh, 15, 17 years ago, I remember a conversation uh, about uh, video recruiting. And this company uh, that was a startup actually would send webcams 
because webcams weren't ubiquitous at the time. They would send the webcam to the uh, to the candidate. Green job interview. They would have yep. yeah. They would have the yep. logo the logo of the company on the yeah. webcam. So they Kevin kept webcam in their face. <laughs> so so I, I literally I literally think like p- companies will send Oculus devices with their logo on it to high level sort of high demand candidates. Uh, particularly with companies that specify or specialize in metaverse and do interviews in the metaverse. So I think that we'll see the first little sprout of the metaverse with some serious money behind it in 2022. Hmm. Probably what they'll do is just send you some shitty cardboard cutout thing that you you put your phone in and that'll be like the first, here you go, we're going to send you a cardboard thing that's going to fall off your... (laughs) Your fall off your face. It's cheaper for us to send you an Android phone than it is an Oculus device. So just throw that, throw that Samsung in there. What do you want me to do with this phone? Like throw it away. You're fine. If that does happen, my prediction is we have them on firing squad, and I give them the guns. As Joel was talking about metajobs.com, it's going to be the meta. Again, just, I'm just buying URLs today. Um, you know, it's the first job board in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Combined with Pokemon Go. <laughs> Go no, no, find no. your job. Yeah. yeah, Career Builder has that. Could you guys see a different sort of uh, focus or specialization of a metaverse? recruiting solution other than the the recruiting process i mean onboarding and training uh, i think that's going to happen as well for sure it is yeah who's going to have the first metaverse uh, hr like our recruiting conference that we have you know Ooh. we put our offices on and then we sit there with our haptic gloves oh, and I keep touching you inappropriately joel under the table time to revive the ere conference yes uh, ere yeah. meta <laughs> ere meta just put meta behind everything uh, yeah <laughs> done all right tim all right i'm going with uh tiktok launches its own recruiting i, I say product slash service now in 2021 we saw tiktok resumes which was like a quick kind of like hey let's check out and see if people will hire idiots on tiktok with a 30 second kind of video mm-hmm. and, but it, to me that was just kind of a Let's test the, you know, kind of how the, if, would people be interested enough in this? And the reality was, is I think companies were interested, especially in the hourly side. Hmm. And we see the, like, the whole advent of kind of hourly recruiting solutions in the industry, um, as we just talked about Paradox and what they have. But I think TikTok has like, such, they have so many freaking eyeballs for so long every day. They, there has to be a recruiting product service solution there that's going to make them a lot of money how do you like how do you think the candidates will interact with the companies that's that's the question right i still think like that's the whole reason this tiktok resumes was kind of born by tiktok um because i think they felt like hey there there has to be a way to make this happen all we know is like the total engagement of their algorithm and how they can actually really go out. Their algorithm is so strong. They can really go after certain people. So if you're going after nurses or you're going after pizza delivery guys or whatever, like, you know, you can segment that out so well. And you could on TikTok. Mm -hmm. They don't do that now. I mean, they do that to you to like give you content, but I would think like organizations would fall over themselves right now to pay TikTok money to have access to whoever those people are and then to be able to jam videos at them, right? Like, hey, you know, come, uh, you know, work at, you know, Domino's Pizza and blah, 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 whatever. Well, I mean, they can do that now with uh, marketing, right? I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just, it's basic, the basic marketing instead of doing, you know, 
for, for pizzas, uh, you know, you're doing it for pizza delivery positions. Yeah. I, but I still think like there ha- there's, there's a way to ramp that up right now where companies aren't necessarily making, it's not easy for them to do that. I can't go as, Hey, I'm the, the TA leader at Uber and I'm just going to call TikTok and say, Hey, I need to hire more people. You know, here's a, here's a shit ton of money. Like help me do that. Oh, I bet you could do that. Here's one well, <laughs> question, question for you, Tim. Uh, so we talked on last week's show, the uh, phenomenon, phenomenon of quit talking, which is basically young people going on TikTok at work companies saying like, hey, kiss my ass. I'm out of here. <laughs> Store speaker system. Angela's a bitch. Fuck you. I quit. Yeah. Like younger yeah. people wanting to do video sort of feedback. And less about like, I'm going to go to Glassdoor and fill out, you know, this form on my desktop about the company. Like, do you think that Glassdoor and some of their other competitors get into more video features? It would be a great option, right? As you see, like, as you go down, you go to someone's company page and you're seeing all the comments. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're just, you're going to see videos yeah. of people like saying like, hey, here's what I like, here's what I don't like. Um, there's definitely that aspect that I think. I, I'm still shocked that we don't see more and more video in the recruiting space and like yeah. even, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, because especially with, with Gen Z and younger millennials are so comfortable um, with doing that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it has to happen. They right? also don't give a shit about anonymity, apparently. So yeah. apparently. here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. Those Zs are afraid to do it while they're working there because they're afraid they're going to get fucking fired but they're not when they're getting ready to quit because i mean that's their it's their their middle finger right so it's got to be more of a culture shift to be able to start to get those individuals much like we saw with um oh shit costco dude was doing costco videos about benefits and what you can expect and so on and so forth and it was really cool but that was organic Dude did yep. it, you know, it wasn't something that was sponsored by Costco per se. If a company could get their head out of their fucking ass long enough to understand that this type of marketing not just impacts your hiring, but it also yeah. impacts those individuals who adore your brand, yeah. then they could, they, they could get it. But for some reason, we don't connect with our CMOs and marketing does not connect with us. So we're just totally disenfranchised. We all love to rip on Amazon and there's so many reasons why in terms yeah. of how they, st- they step on their own dick constantly, but they actually had some of the better TikTok employment branding videos in 2021. Like they did same thing. They had actual, actual employees that knew how to TikTok, that had a TikTok following going out there and doing Pissing stuff. In garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that, but they you know. Felt, they felt organic. <laughs> but they did feel organic. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and they got great, I mean, great viewership. Right. And don't forget uh, Sherwin Williams, boy. Uh, oh, yeah. Him, yeah, know, definitely. Mixing paints and getting fired. Pink guy. Donny. Donny Pilicino. Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break, pay some bills, and uh, we'll get back, I guess, to my third prediction. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, 
performance and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at AcquireROI.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Cheeseman time. Cheese time, baby. Um, all right. So I've already covered the metaverse. I've covered robotics. Let's <laughs> what talk else could about, you do? Let's talk about crypto. Let's talk about crypto, yes. shall we? Everybody, everybody loves that shit. All right. Well, NFTs, <laughs> NFTs are taking over the world. Uh, people are becoming millionaires over these digital can't be can't be copied. Uh, wink, wink. Images. So my prediction is, I think that NFTs will be a tool by companies to recruit as well as retain talent. Let me give an example. Nike is creating their own NFTs, obviously the NBA, I think any 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 team that has a strong consumer brand will create NFTs that goes into luxury items, athletic wear, etc. Um, so I think that if you come in to work for Nike for example, as an employee you will get a a unique NFT by Nike. And that NFT will allow you to do things that only employees can do. Maybe it's uh, social activities or sporting events or whatever. And then each year that you stay with the company or maybe after certain uh, certain anniversaries, you'll get a, another NFT that will be you know more valuable because you've spent that more, much more time with the company. Maybe it allows you alumni. When you leave the company, you'll still have this somewhat badge, if you will, or, or token to be able to do stuff that only uh, old time alumni of the companies can do. But I think we start to see the first first evidence of companies using NFTs to not only recruit top talent but also retain the people that that they have. Are you like trolling? incel message boards for predictions. I mean, every single one of these <laughs> seems like a deep diving old, Reddit. old white dude in a, in a, in a, in a beanbag chair. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My real prediction is Vervo will get acquired by somebody. <laughs> no, let you me, already did that. One. Let me make, make it exciting. Make it exciting. No. Hey, by the, how old am I that I think like the whole Nike metaverse, like, oh, I can have a, a digital pair of Jordan ones. Yeah. How fucking stupid is that? Like, no, That's, it's a goddamn, I'm, I don't need a pair of fucking Jordan ones in the metaverse. I'm sitting on a goddamn beanbag <laughs> in my basement jerking off. I don't need shoes. So fucking stupid. Back to my comment. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll be getting the last laugh next year when we talk about yes. the predictions that came true. Okay. By the way, Nike sent me a token. I'm in. I love it. And it's already worth $50 million. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to do another really exciting one. I think Chad and I kind of stayed on 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 brand and Joel went down the fucking rabbit hole. But um, <laughs> Take off, will you? We're doing our movie. Don't wreck our show, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a LinkedIn Teams integration. Ooh, so it's super okay. sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, allowing TA teams to continue to communicate with candidates through teams versus having to kind of continue to go through um, LinkedIn. It seems like that, like we keep waiting for Microsoft LinkedIn to do something. And then I see more and more how they're just trying to jam everything to teams. It would seem like if I have a LinkedIn recruiter license at some point, I should be able to communicate under one platform. And I'm going to say that they're going to push everybody then to teams and not LinkedIn. So We'll see in 2022 what happens, but I'm I'm hoping you know Microsoft eventually decides to do something with some kind of integration with Outlook or Teams or something with LinkedIn that they so, haven't really done yet. So help so. me visualize this. So I log into my LinkedIn account, 
and Teams is integrated and I'm talking yeah. to candidates through that? Yeah. So like, I mean, so if you already, instead of going through LinkedIn messaging where it's stuck there, yep. I can now pull that into Teams, which is then going to pull it into every other part of, you know, my email or calendar and everything else. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not having to go back and forth, right, to live through, you know, those those conversations. Big advantage over Slack, that's for sure. Um, and I think this is this is genius, which is why I don't think it'll happen. I, I think <laughs> it's too, it makes too much sense, right? Yeah. It makes too much sense. You would think that they, I mean, these integrations, it's almost like they're trying to squeeze everything they can out of LinkedIn, kind of like its own little island. Uh, and they haven't really, they, they haven't done, you would think they haven't performed these types of integrations, which you would have thought would have been completed at least during a fucking pandemic when everybody's working from home. Right. This just makes sense. I mean, it really does. Yeah, I mean, especially like on the video side when you're scheduling, you know, interviews and all this other stuff through Teams anyways and yeah. a lot of a lot of organizations are using that. You know, not having to go back back and forth between the two platforms just, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So, well, it's also like, if you're talking to a, a candidate and you're messaging on LinkedIn, you could just hit it on Teams and boom, right into video, right? Yeah. I know sure. that you can go ahead and copy and paste a, a, a your freaking Teams URL, but <laughs> shit, I mean, if it's integrated, just do it all on the same platform. Yep. Does anyone see uh, Salesforce making a big acquisition in our space? Mm. They're busy changing mm. their name to Slack. Mm. I don't yeah. know. That's where that can yeah. I, people have been talking about that for years. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't happened. But they've been quiet, haven't they? They've been un. It's kind of weirdly quiet, haven't well, they? Well, they bought Slack and they've been quiet since then. Yeah, but mm -hmm. for good reason. Spending as much as they did. Yeah. They better get that right before they yeah, do anything sure. else. Big. <laughs> There's a little, some beads of sweat on foreheads of executives. All right, Chad, you're bringing up the rear for the oh, show's final prediction. Your favorite. It's your favorite. So Ronstad finally shuts down Monster. So from the <laughs> Q3 earnings call, here's oh, a quote. Hell no. Here's a quote from the Q3 earnings call. Monster turned the corner. 1% year over year. We do expect growth for Q4 to be stronger on Monster. And we're going to talk to you again at the Capital Markets Day because the more our technology becomes solid, the more we can invest in marketing. So we already invested in marketing in Monster in this quarter because we do believe that it will yield fruit, end quote. Okay, so this is a Q3 of 2021 earnings call when job sites are printing fucking money. Goddamn ATMs. Yeah, and, and Monster turned a the corner at a 1%. <laughs> I mean, who is buying that? And then they said, the more our tech becomes solid. Are you fucking kidding me? You're drowning in technical debt. The biggest problem with Monster is that it's a 1995 Corvette that hasn't had proper maintenance. It's been driven hard and in the ground and hasn't received any upgrades whatsoever. Hell, I'm not even convinced they're street legal anymore. So after <laughs> Ronstad does not see a tremendous uplift in Q4 2021 and Q1 of 2022, they cannot find a buyer. Obviously, they're not going to find a buyer. They're going to cut their losses. And don't forget wow. that they have a, a somewhat new... North American CEO, their, their last North American CEO, this was like her baby. Monster was like her baby. Um, they have a new North American CEO. She's going to say, this is not mine. I don't want to have anything to do with this. And let's go ahead and just shut this fucker down. 
and they sell the domain to Monster Beverage. Is that part of the prediction? Ooh, Monster, they might get more money out of that, yeah, right? Yeah, they will. <laughs> Hell yeah, they will. In, in our in the world right now, how much would Monster or Monster Beverage pay for Monster.com URL? Like $5 million? $10 million? I'd say 10 to $25 million. Yeah. Like, 10 to 25 pocket. Yeah. And yep. you, and oh, you can't find uh, another company in our space to spend that on them. No, not now. Well, just the domain. They don't give a shit about the resumes and yeah. the job search. Oh, for stuff. sure. Like just the yeah. domain itself. Yeah, the out-of-date tech or any of that. So maybe we could get with the Monster Beverage folks and give them the URL and we'll just <laughs> take all the deal. tech for like five bucks. Like, all right, here you go. Let's, let's buy deal. Jobber on the cheap and create the Instagram of jobs <laughs> that they've been talking about for five, 10 years. Wow. You think they just shut the shit down. Interesting. That's a bold prediction. So watch. why continue wasting oh. the cash on the resources when it's just going down the fucking abyss in the first place? Damn. Do you guys see the? By the way, during the uh, bowl season, football bowl season, did you <laughs> I guys see? We'd have the, to get the, to sports eventually. The career build. Did you guys see the career builder um, commercial? Yeah. Oh no! Please tell. Please, please. Oh tell. my god! It had for first. It had like that. The really like the new shitty logo that they have. Like you can't even tell what it is. The stamp. I really thought it was a joke. It kind of looks like it's almost like has bleeding edges. Like somehow, like someone, <laughs> it's, it's still in draft form. Like I'm not sure what this is. And then what was it, Joel? You remember the tagline? Well, was it the uh, employee of the month uh, video or commercial where it's like yeah. the same woman every every month and she's like, "I'm out of here." The tagline? Uh, no, I don't oh, remember. It, which is a good sign. But it's so like I'm like, wow, who? Who talked them into spending this money thinking like this is this is what we need? At least they're fighting a little bit. At least well, that, was the, yeah. that was the new CEO's first innovative step. Sue Arthur, who I really want to get on the show and talk uh, about this innovation. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. All right, boys. Therein lies another prediction show. That was a blast. It was fun. Let's do it again next year. Let's hope that we can... Uh, kick this COVID thing and actually have some FaceTime next year, more than just uh, East Lansing's finest establishments. <laughs> believe it or not, I, I miss you guys. I miss you. Oh, stop it. I'm going to tear up. It's just the so, COVID talking. Stop it is the COVID. It's my 102.3 fever. <laughs> He's delusional. And with that, another one in the books. We're out. We out. Thank you for listening to... What's it called? A podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses. And not one word so weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, 
thought leaders and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.